Why is it that there are individuals who seem to lead a charmed life when it comes to their career? Yes, they put in the work, they are dedicated and driven, but there is an additional X factor that propels them forward, powering their career to greater heights. I believe that X factor is emotional intelligence. Hi, my name is Muchamlingo. I am an emotional intelligence coach. Welcome to the second season of the EQ at Work podcast, a platform where I will share how you can leverage emotional intelligence to power up your career. EQ at Work podcast with Muchamlingo. Season two, episode number seven, managing overwhelm. I'm one of those people who can't seem to stop doing. And for the longest time, I wore my doing ability as a badge of honor, proud of my ability to push down the feelings of overwhelm, to deliver on tasks and assignments, validated by the applause or appreciation I received. But I have learned that dealing with the feelings of being overwhelmed every day isn't sustainable. And trying to just push through only leads to something much worse, burnout. According to Dr. Erin Ito, when you feel overwhelmed, you are overcome by emotions because something feels too stressful or hard to handle. Your emotional response often combined with a physical reaction, inhibits your ability to think clearly or plan how to handle a situation. Feeling overwhelmed at work typically means you are experiencing heightened levels of stress due to the amount or difficulty of your work or your participation in complex projects or having numerous tasks with tight deadlines. The physical reaction of overwhelm feels similar to stress and anxiety, shallow breath, chest pressure, a racing heartbeat, sweating, for example. Or you might even shut down, trying not to think about the stresses to avoid feeling the overwhelm. And the experience causes you to feel as though things are out of control, like life is happening to you and you're not an active agent. I've yet to meet anyone who hasn't felt overwhelmed from time to time. It is a reality for many of us. It's a reality we face at work. The challenge is when it becomes our norm. Since it tends to feel uncomfortable, if not downright unpleasant, we tend to view the emotions associated with overwhelm as negative and as a weakness. We don't dare admit that we are overwhelmed or talk about it to anyone And this can leave us feeling isolated and alone, further exacerbating the feeling. We often deny that we're overwhelmed, whether it's to ourselves or to others around us. And it's because we don't know how to stop the frenetic behavior that leads to this feeling. So we do nothing, ignoring the emotions that were designed to get us to pay attention. Or worse still, we suppress them, stuffing them down, as we imagine that if they are out of sight, they will be out of mind. But ignoring or denying overwhelm isn't going to help. 
It'll just bubble under the surface until you have no choice but to see and deal with it. As I always say, emotions are data. The emotion of overwhelm is usually a sign that you're suppressing something. And if you keep ignoring these emotions, the outcome is most probably an increase in the feeling of being out of control. Rather than fight what we're feeling, when we're overwhelmed, we ought to pay attention. The stressful pattern of overwhelm is designed to fuel our ability to make the necessary changes to our lives. Unfortunately, all too often we operate on autopilot. If you're anything like me, it's easy to get caught up doing and to forget the importance of being. Over the years, as I did the work of peeling back the layers to better understand why I do what I do, I recognized that the driver of my doingness was an inability to say no, coupled with a heightened desire to please and a love for applause, which meant I had far too much on my plate all too often. I quickly came to the realization that getting the project finalized for a client, writing the copy for our website updates, working with the design team on a new brochure, or completing the 90-day sales plan are all extremely important tasks. But having a balanced, healthy life is just as important. Now, I realize that your organization's culture can contribute to your feelings of overwhelm a toxic work environment, a micromanaging boss, or an unrealistic workload can all push you over the edge leading to burnout. That said, all too often, feeling overwhelmed isn't about not working hard or long enough. Instead, it is a crisis of overcommitment, communication, and prioritization. And these are all issues that can be solved with a few strategies. Following our helpful strategies gleaned from my personal experience as I journey to continue strengthening my EQ muscles and from the work I do coaching clients who are navigating burnout, who have grown cranky, frustrated, and sometimes even depressed. These strategies help to diminish feelings of being overwhelmed so that you can refocus and make some work-life balance decisions. Or actually, I should say, work-life integration decisions. Number one, when you are feeling overwhelmed, stop what you are doing for a few minutes and take a break. Go for a short walk, sit outside under a tree, pray, meditate, breathe deeply, Take a complete break and do something fun like going for a movie. Call a friend to have coffee and share what's going on. Take a break. Give yourself the permission to pause. Prayer is my go-to when I feel overwhelmed. And in those moments, I have learned to meditate on scripture or speak out verses that encourage me as I practice breathing techniques that help to calm me down and bring me back into balance. Learn what works for you. And when those emotions start to overwhelm, kick in your action plan. Number two, make a prioritization list. After you've 
manage to calm yourself down a little. Get a piece of paper and make two columns. In one column, list urgent things that you need to do, that require you to do them. And in the other column, list those things that you could delegate, hire or barter to be done. Not everything needs to be done by you. Ask yourself what needs your input and your input alone. Number three, eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. Unsubscribe to unnecessary email. Organize your desk and office to decrease clutter. Stop attending unnecessary meetings. Get off committees and decrease volunteering. Yes, even at church, you may be doing good or your intention may be to do good. But if you're overwhelmed, you may need to reduce what you are participating in. Number four, as far as it is in your power, do not spend time with people who drain you mentally or emotionally. Assess the friends and business colleagues that you spend most of your time with. Do they support and honor who you are? Do they speak positivity into your life? If they are negative and don't share your vision for your dreams, minimize the amount of time that you spend with them. Last but not least, decide what is most important in your life and make it a priority. If you want to lead a balanced life, you will have to make changes in your life to allow this to happen. And this takes time and planning, but it will be well worth the improvement in your life. Take an action step today to make a change in your life. Call a friend who will support you. Take a class to help you get more organized and learn how to say no, or work with a coach who will support and motivate you to have a more balanced life. You will be amazed at the difference that intentionality will have on your ability to navigate overwhelm. Emotional intelligence is being more aware, more intentional, and more purposeful. Taking the steps to develop this skill will be the best investment you have ever made in yourself. You have been listening to the EQ at Work podcast with me, Muchamlingo. Tune in every fortnight as I share EQ tips and insights that will help you to power up your career with emotional intelligence, the soft skill that drives professional success. This podcast is for professionals who are keen to leverage the learnable skill of emotional intelligence to increase impact and effectiveness, build and strengthen professional relationships, and achieve their big, hairy, audacious career goals. If that describes you, don't forget to subscribe. You can also find out more about emotional intelligence on my website, www.muchamlingo.com.